0: Once again, we're getting to know the heart behind the music of a brand new artist that we haven't known before, Calissa Keen. Hello, Calissa. How are you doing? Hello. I'm very well. Thanks and you. new. Fine and fabulous. Thank you very much. So I always love it when I don't know someone at all. And I can ask you, like from scratch, introduce yourself personality-wise. What do you do for a living? Family? You know, all of the bare basics.
1: Okay. Well, um, I'm a... 25 year old, um, currently living in Russell Bay. I'm going to be doing my dad's finances from now on. And then I have my own swimming school in the afternoon where I teach primarily children how to swim. And then my music career is something that I've just started getting into. Um, I'm quite new at this whole thing at the moment.
0: Okay. What kind of personality do you have? Introvert, extrovert?
1: I'd say I'm an extrovert. Um, I absolutely love people. So, yeah, I I think I'd say I'm an extrovert. (laughs) And, I mean,
0: if you're going to work with children, do you mean from babies if you're talking about swimming lessons, besides the fact that
1: you need to be a water baby? (laughs) Are you teaching kids to swim? Yes. Well, I have adults as well, but primarily children. Um, my youngest are just about two years old, and then they range up to as I said, I even have some adults.
0: Are you a patient person? it seems
1: <laughs> I think sometimes it's tasted, but yeah, i think i <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm patient all with children, I am. Okay. I think that's. I think that's a better way of saying. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they're scared. I mean, water is scary, and you've got
0: to get them in there, and then you've got to give them the confidence to know they're going to stay afloat. But yes, you can have lots of life lessons right there in the water as well.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, um, you always teach your children that they're not allowed to speak to strangers. Now they have to go to a stranger into a big pool of water. Um, yeah. They generally don't, don't like you at first. <laughs> but then they learn to like you. <laughs> they learn to love me, y'all. <laughs> so let's
0: get to this music of yours. It's a gospel song. So Shout From The yes. Mountains. Um, so I must assume then, if you want to sing music that's dedicated to Jesus, that you know Jesus.
1: Yes, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> How did
0: you get to know him in the first place?
1: Um, while I grew up in a house where um, knowing the Lord was an important factor in our daily lives. And I'm blessed with with grandparents and godparents who also um, make time for the Lord every day. And so they definitely live by example. And yeah, I think that's... I don't think there was one instance where I went, okay, now I believe. It's just something that's always been like that, I think.
0: Yeah, but there's a difference between believing that he exists and and having and a really trust him. relationship because you know him. Um, surely through life you get to know him better.
1: Yes, no, ob- um, Absolutely. And um, but yeah, it's not, there wasn't one instance where I wasn't believing, wasn't believing, and it just happened. <laughs> okay, yeah. let
0: me ask it this way: Has your faith ever been tested? As in that you have you were in circumstances or stuff that doesn't uh, you, that you don't understand that doesn't make sense, and you still have to say, um, okay, what I believe is this true or not?
1: Um, I think there were situations that I didn't understand, but I. Even in that, there was never a moment where I thought, you know what, he can't exist because he allows this to happen. It makes you wonder sometimes why he allows it, these things. But I don't think there was ever a time where I went, no, I, I'm not sure.
0: And then what do you do with, with questions like that? Because, I mean, they don't go away. They always simmer there in the background. Like, if God allows this, what does it say about him? You know, those kind of, what do you do with questions like those?
1: Um, as I said, luckily I am blessed with grandparents and parents who um, make a lot of time for the Lord. So if I really have questions, we'll have chats about it and we'll pray about it and go to the Word about why He allows certain things. So yeah, yeah. But usually I'll go to one of them and ask them help me to understand this or pray with me about this or.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the one thing that I like about Christians in the bride of Christ is that because you go through stuff in life and because you read the Bible yourself and because you understand God as you understand him, it's like this huge big puzzle and at this moment in my life because of where I'm what I'm going through there's a bit of his character that impresses me more. Like if I'm feeling vulnerable, then his stability and that security of his, that impresses me more. Um, and because whatever you go through, his love impresses you more. If you had to lift out that one bit of his character that impresses you most at the moment, what would it be and why?
1: Um, shoot, that's a hard question. <laughs> no, you live
0: life most with him. <laughs>
1: No, absolutely. But I've never thought about it. Um, I think just he's always being there, um, because no matter what you're going through, and no matter the circumstance or the situation, he's always there. And even if you um, you're not necessarily on the right path, or you've actually been um, pulling away from him, he's always there. And he's always he's one he's always a constant in your life and you can know that you can always rely on him so no. I think, Yeah, he yeah, doesn't I
0: think, let go does he i mean he's like no, stubborn when it comes to that you think that you're the one that's letting go but he just doesn't from his
1: side yes yes and i think that's actually so amazing to think that um he chooses you to hold on to and that's yeah yeah.
0: The other one of my scriptures that I really, really like is Romans one twenty, And that says oh, yeah. that everything that he's ever created, he created in such a way that's a revelation of him, of his character and of his invisible things. And because you're an artist and you love your music, I'm curious, music itself is freaky. I mean, to think that God created music from scratch, that there was a stage outside of time where there wasn't music, the the concept of notes and a melody and all of that stuff he created as a revelation of himself. If you had to look at this music that you love so much, what do you think he wanted to tell us about himself when he created it?
1: Wow. That's actually, I've never thought about that, that there was a time before music. Imagine such a ch- uh, such a time. Because it's a physical <laughs> thing.
0: Music is a physical yeah. thing. You can hear yeah. it. You can taste it. You can all of that. So there must have been, I mean, the concept, they, before God thought it, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so, I've never thought about that. But yo, I can't imagine such a time, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, obviously, um Different songs say different things. But in this case, with "Shouted from the Mountains, um, it was a title that I've been walking around with actually for quite a while. And um, because I think nowadays people tend to almost be shy about the fact that they are Christians and they don't really want to proclaim it to the world. And um, that's what I... What, what my message was behind the song. Um, and I think Jody, who wrote the song for me uh, did such an amazing job with taking my message and the title and some of the the core message that I wanted to, to put out to the world. And he, he said it in, in such a way, which was beautiful. Um,
0: so how did this work now? Did you have a message on your heart and then you go to him and say, Jodie, this is what I want to say. Create me a song.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I had a title and we had a, a conversation, a, a nice long conversation. And I told him, listen, I have on my heart, I have shadows from the mountains. And I want people to... Because we we tend to be shy and we don't want to proclaim to the world that we are Christians or some people don't. Um and it's becoming more and more of a thing that we don't really wanna do that. And um I told him that I want I want a song that tells us that um we have to shout it from the mountains, that he, he rescued us, that he has saved us, that he's our a redeemer, yes. Um and I wanted it to say that. So, and we spoke about some of the scripture and some of the, the things that we've been through, and yeah. Um, but I think what is so special is he took um, psalms, or mostly psalms, so some of David's words, um, and he made a beautiful song out of it. So I think he did such an amazing job.
0: I mean, how uh, how curious must you be before he now comes to you? with the end results because you gave him a thought and then he had to create a song out of that. The first time that you heard this song, what do you think to yourself?
1: Oh, I was amazed um, because it was exactly what I wanted to say. I think um, that's what makes it so special is that I think the song, the Lord already knew what we had to say and he just brought it together so that we could actually put it out to the world that that's what we want to say and that's the message we wanted to bring out.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking of, you know, in the Old Testament when God wanted the tabernacle to be made and it was more so like a tent and he specifically... Gave his authority and his Holy Spirit, he covered this one guy, Bezalel, with exactly what he needed. The inspiration, the capacity, everything to do exactly what he told him to do so that yes. it was done the exact way. I mean, this is exactly what he does to Jody. He gives him exactly what he yes. needs to create that. But then he brings to you a song concept. Then you still have to go into the studio, don't you?
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so tell me about um, that experience. Um, so I had a track made actually with someone who I don't do the recordings with. And I told him, listen, I want something. Um, here's the song concept. This is the melody. But I want it to be, you know, nice and upbeat. So it it has to be something that we can actually sing to yeah. um, in church or with a praise and worship. And it has to have, you know, it has to have a little bit of like a battle song type of vibe. And um, once again, he just amazed me. Um, I couldn't have done it better myself. Um, Again, it's just as if the Lord already put all the puzzles in place and we just got to do it. And everything happened so fast. Um, After me and Jodie met, it took him, I think, a day and a half, and he said, the song is finished. I did it. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, He said he just sat behind his guitar and it it just came out. And the same thing with the guy who did the track for me. He said they went into the studio to start recording. He took his guitar and it just came out. Um, And he said they had so much fun doing it. And then we went to the studio, obviously, to record the vocals. And... It was such a great experience having to actually just shout it and proclaim that he is our saviour and he has saved us.
0: Was it your first time in the studio?
1: No. um, I did a contemporary song, End of Last, which I released December last year. Okay, so it wasn't Uh, that
0: daunting to go back.
1: No, no. It was actually a... A much nicer experience because I knew what to, what to expect because it's so it's actually a bit overwhelming if you've never been there um all the sounds and there's it's it's just a lot to take in so it was actually just a, a great experience to do at this time that red
0: light is very daunting
1: yeah, while everything is very daunting,
0: it's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now you've got your song and now it's going out there. What do you want this song to accomplish?
1: Um, I don't know. I think the Lord has already decided what it has to accomplish and now it just has to do its job. Um, I think hopefully it can be a little bit of light to people who maybe have don't
0: see the lights at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And give maybe, you know, a song is an amazing thing. It, it takes your emotions. It hooks them. Yeah. And if you, if you shy and you're not too sure and someone sings you a song and say, go tell her on the mountains. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Especially if there's like a whole crowd of people. Have you sung this before other people yet?
1: Not yet. Um, it will probably happen soon. The church has already asked me if I can maybe come do it um, for them in one of the in one of these sermons. So it will, it. In time, it will happen.
0: So we're very privileged. You've got now thousands and thousands of people who are going to listen to your song and be encouraged and motivated to go shout it loud, to leave the shyness at home and make a difference with their voices and with their words. Um, If people want to contact you, if they want to connect with you in any way, socials, all of that, where do they go?
1: Um, I think the best way would be on my social Social media, um, Facebook and Instagram has all the info, and they can contact me on there as well.
0: Yeah, but you'll have to spell the name and the surname.
1: It's Carlissa, and it's Carlissa Music on all the social networks. So it's C-A-R-L-I-S-S-A Music.
0: Oh, you're going to leave out the the surname. That's better. (laughs) Yeah, let's not confuse the the masses here. Carlissa Music. English, the music. Yes. All yes. right. Kalissa, music. The song started from the mountains. We're going to listen to it. And uh, Kalissa, Strong's man, may you create lots and lots more music that encourages people. May your love for the word grow so that you've got more and more to say that is from the heart of the Lord. And it may it fall on fertile soil and actually change people's lives. Okay.
1: Thank you so much.